Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's get into it. Um, all right, so... First, just wanted to get into like a little recap of last year's College World Series. Uh, a lot of you don't remember Mississippi State beat Vandy in the in the final series. Um, it was affected by COVID though, as NC State was essentially had to withdraw from the tournament. They had to forfeit um, after a bunch of their players got COVID, and then in 2020 it was canceled to COVID too. So hopefully we'll get our first legitimate tournament um, in three years here. Um, and then other thing I want to do is explain the rest of the formats. Uh, so we've got two four-team groups left in the College World Series, and each side plays a double elimination tournament. And the winner of each group goes to a three-game College World Series. They play a series against each other, and that winner wins the College World Series. So other than that, uh, we got A.B. and Jake back with us. Um, we're going to go over our... Uh, we're going to go over each game first, and then we'll go over uh, overall picks. Does that sound good, guys? Sounds good. Yep. All right. Uh, the first game is tomorrow at 2 Eastern. It's Oklahoma versus Texas A&M. Oklahoma's well, – on DraftKings, Oklahoma is favored minus 130. Texas A&M's plus 100. Honestly, in all four of these games, you could find one team is favored and one team is underdog depending on the site. So I would highly suggest line shopping. Um, but, yeah, so Oklahoma – should have Jake Bennett starting their first team All Big Twelve lefty. Uh, they have second t- All Team Conference reliever in Trevin Michael. Um, Texas A and M dominated the season and the postseason. They were forty two and eighteen and nineteen and eleven in the SEC. Uh, they haven't lost yet this postseason, um, but I think they're beneficiaries of of home games. Uh, they don't really have like any standout players. They didn't have one player that made first team All SEC. Um, so I really like Oklahoma here. Uh, what do you guys think, Jake? What do you think? Yeah, I like Oklahoma here. Oklahoma, like they, they didn't host a regional like Texas A&M did. They had to go through the Gainesville regional. They it was a loaded regional with Florida and Liberty, um, and then they went on the road and beat Virginia Tech in three games. They're one of the hottest teams in the country. They're playing better than probably every team in the country. I, I like Oklahoma. What do you think, AB? Yeah, I don't have a big play on this, you know, one way or the other, because both teams, like you said, are so good, right? And Texas A&M is hot. Oklahoma's hot. Uh, it, it, it's really difficult. Um, I, I agree that I lean Oklahoma, but no play for me on this one. It's just going to be like the fact that we get this as the first game to open up. It's fantastic. Right. And I would say pay attention to uh, the run scored in this game. And, and I've got some notes on totals that we'll get into here in a little bit, but pay attention to the run scored in this game because if this one's going low, 
you might see a lot go low because these two teams, like, they just smash at the plate, man. So, yeah, long story short, no play for me on this one, but I would lean Oklahoma for sure. Yeah. To AB's point, if this game was in Texas A&M, it would, the over-under would be at 15 and a half. Yep. So it's at, it's at 11. So Omaha's park factor is huge. Yeah, that's a good point. And I definitely want to get into that uh, at some point, go into the totals as well. Um, but it's funny because Oklahoma, like I said, it mentioned they have three dominant pitchers right now. They've been really hot. But then you see these college pitchers come in, you see their numbers, and it's like, 5.3 ERA, like 4.6. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's very hard to put together an entire season, like an entire consistent season as a college player, to be honest. Um, Dude, so- Bowman, like you're, you're so right. Like you'll see a pitcher who legit yeah. is like 11 and 0 with a 5 ERA. You're like, how did that happen? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a, it's a great point. Exactly. So you got to, like, when we talk about these players as well, you've got to factor in how they're doing lately uh, a lot heavier than overall season because i remember like Cade horton's one of their uh, oklahoma's best pitchers right now he's a freshman but he has i think it's a five five but he just absolutely dominated in their super regional so uh, yeah. it's something to look out for and to john's point horton was one of the top recruits that oklahoma brought in in the last couple of years but he had i think he had tommy john last year and was a hitter to start the season so he's been eased back and he he's might, might be their most talented pitcher, and he's getting hot at the right time. Jake Bennett is their number one starter. The number two is David Sandlin. But I wouldn't be surprised if Horton moves up to the number two spot. Hey, real yeah. quick, real quick before we go on, I don't want to interrupt. Um, it, if you look at the weather uh, in Omaha this weekend, uh, it, it's nice. Like it, It's 89 degrees. Uh, it's going to be 91 Friday, 96 on Saturday. It's going to be hot. 97 on Sunday, 100 on Monday, right? So pay attention in terms of that. Like you're going to have nice humidity around 50%, uh, but we shouldn't be affected by rain whatsoever. Like these games are going to go. Um, so pay attention to teams, you know, that that lose in that first game because once you get in the loser's bracket, dude, it is not easy. There's a big advantage to winning game one, same thing as there is uh, the Super Regional and even more here. So pay attention to teams that get popped, you know, in that loser's bracket and they burn up their pen. Uh, it could get rough in a hurry. Yeah, that's a good point. So we'll get into unders and uh, the weather as well as uh, winning the first two games. But because we have plenty of time, there are only four games, and then we can go through futures. Um, but do you guys have anything else on that game? The over/unders set at eleven. Um, I don't know if you guys have any leans there. Nope, nothing for me. Yeah, I'm not only off over/unders until probably after that game, like AB said. Cool. All right, we'll go to the next game here. Then the 7 o'clock game tomorrow is Notre Dame-Texas. I This might be – I mean, all four of these games are going to be awesome. I think every game is going to be awesome. Uh, the parody is amazing. I love it. Um, but we got Notre Dame plus 100, Texas minus 130. Uh, Notre Dame just beat the number one team in the country. Uh, wouldn't put anything past them. They, they just roll out bullpen arms, and that's really exactly how a team needs to be built for this style of tournament. Uh, Texas should be starting Pete Hansen. He's one of the best pitchers in the nation this season, but he was hit hard in the Super Regional against ECU. Uh, Texas doesn't have a ton of pitching depth overall. They lost one of their starters about a month or two into this season. Um, but I do think if they get a quality start out of Hansen, if they can win a game, win two games, and get to that 
finals, then I think they could have success because they definitely have the bats. Um, but I like Notre Dame here. Plus 105 is where I could find it. Uh, Jake, what do you think? Yeah, on Caesars, you can get the line uh, Notre Dame plus 110. I'm leaning Notre Dame here. So it's interesting. Both teams uh, were part of my Omaha 8 before the season. I had Notre Dame, Texas, Arkansas, and Stanford um, as four of the eight teams. And that's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, right. Um, I didn't think it was happening. I don't think I picked any of them to win the Supers. Um, but it's going to be interesting because Pete Hansen got roughed up and John Michael Bertrand, Notre Dame's number one, got roughed up against Tennessee. But he was looking good through four. Uh, that's what tennis, Tennessee will do to you. Um, I, I like the Irish at plus 110. What about you, Abib? Uh, I'm going Texas here. Uh, I'm making this a play. I'm taking them on the money line. And look, it's nothing against Notre Dame. Uh, I just sat and watched three games of them just dominate in Knoxville, right? You know, except for game two. But Notre Dame's a good baseball team. Um, I, I just question if they're going to do it again, right? Because Texas is so consistent. Now, I'll say this. Pay attention to the total here, okay? So it's sitting at nine and a half, all right? Over nine and a half, plus 110. Under nine and a half, minus 140. All right, so the book is telling you that they like the under here. That being said, if you're going to take Notre Dame, you probably want to play the over nine and a half here, right? Like, I don't see it being a 2-0 game. Like, if Notre Dame's going to win, they're probably putting up six runs minimum, right? And all you're looking for is a 6-4 game. Now, I'm not saying that these two teams are, you know, like uh, Oklahoma and, you know, uh, Ole Miss in terms of, you know, they'll put up 20 runs in a game. But nine and a half, man, like that's a low number. And if you're taking the underdog here, they're probably going to have to do some serious work at the plate. Uh, and also pay attention, Texas. If, if Texas scores in the first inning, I swear. Every like, game. Every game, dude. Like they put up one or two. And like as soon as I say that, it doesn't happen. But like they're a consistent team in terms of hitting very, very early in the game, especially with their top three guys uh, in the lineup. So just my thoughts there. Like I'm taking Texas on the money line here. Um, but – if you're playing Notre Dame, pay attention to that over because you might even get it at nine if you wait just a little bit. And then, yeah, man, like that that could be a fire uh, correlated play with it. Yeah, that's a good point you make. Uh, Jake, you got anything else there? Just Notre Dame. I don't, I don't like the total yet. Um, I, th- I think it's like right off, spot on at nine and a half. Cool. And, yeah, so there – I guess this is a good time to get into it. So, A.B., you brought it up. Like, Texas scores all the time in the first inning, and Jake and I have been talking about this with live plays as well. So, especially in college baseball, if you see a team go up in the top of the first, score three, four runs, the other team hasn't even batted yet, take that live play. You can get plus 300 odds. It it gets crazy, and honestly – I'd say 80% of the time, the game at least comes back to be tied, maybe even the first few innings. Um, but live plays after a team goes down early is massive in college baseball. At the very worst, you get a plus 300 line. Maybe they come back and they get the lead at some point. You can take the other team at plus money and you come out with a profit without even needing a win there. Um, so that's massive. Do uh, you guys have anything you want to say on that? No, I agree with you, man. Well said. Cool. Um, All right. We'll go to the next game then. 
Saturday at two is the Arkansas Stanford game on DK. I'm seeing Stanford favored minus 120 now. Arkansas is minus 110. Uh, the over/under is set at 11 there. Um, so Arkansas made the College World Series back in 2018 and 2019, uh, but they don't have many players from that team. Uh, Connor Nolan is their stud starter. He's been really good. He was on the 2019 team. Um, Arkansas has the pedigree. They have pitching depth, but I do think there's going to be value on uh, Arkansas here. Y'all know, <laughs> y'all know my uh, very public uh, fading of Stanford. So, <laughs> I was waiting on that. Yeah, so I've got to get into that. Stanford ended the season. They won the Pac-12 tournament. They won 16 straight games to end the season, but they lost game two of their regional, and they had to win three straight games just to get out of the regional. That was at home. They also lost game one of their super regional. And that was at home. So they really haven't done it easily at all. They've made it as messy as possible. Um, this team can hit with anyone in the country, but they just constantly play with fire. And I don't think they have the pitching depth to make it deep in a tournament like this. Uh, so I'm all over Arkansas here. Jake, what do you think? I, um, so these teams played earlier in the year. Stanford won 5 nothing, And I said last week that uh, like earlier in the season – and when Arkansas would have played North Carolina, I would have been all over the under. And I would have been all over the under here. But this is a game where I think it's either going to be 3-1 to one or it's going to be 12-10. to 10. Um, I, I'm, I don't have a play on the game, but I'm leaning towards the under depending on what happens on Friday. A.B., what do you got? Yeah, I'm taking Stanford here. Uh, I'm taking them on the money line. Um, look, like everything, like we've talked about it every single time, the regional, super regional. If you bet on Stanford, they're the most frustrating team in the world. Like you are going to hate betting on them because like you said, like they make every game, like they play with fire. Like they, I'm not saying that Arkansas is a lesser team than them, but what I'm saying is Stanford will play lower to the team that they're playing instead of, you know, playing higher of what they should be. That being said, they've gone through every scenario in the regionals, in the super regionals. They've been up, down, having to win, back against the wall, three straight games. They've, they, they're they picking it up, and their batting or their hitting is getting better. I'm going to take Sanford here. Also, I think Arkansas got a super boost there from some radio comments, which we talked about. That, yeah. That's exactly why I took them to win the Super Regional in North Carolina because they're a good team. Dave Van Horn is an excellent manager for that team. You're right. They've been there. They've done that. That being said, I'm going to take Stanford here. I think that after all that Stanford has been through, like all of the games, and like they don't show any emotion. Like they just show up and just keep winning. I think that they come out in game one. Um, I, I, yeah, like I'm with Jake in terms of the, the score. I want nothing to do with the total. I'm going I'm to keep it simple. I think Stanford wins. I'm betting Stanford to win. Yeah, that's a good point, too. With You can look at it two ways. Uh, Stanford, either they're playing with fire or they've won five straight elimination games. So you could look at it com two completely different ways. And so they've won like 24 of 26 games. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, do you guys have anything else in that game? The, the over-under is at 11. You said mention maybe an under. Um, I don't have anything on it. I'll say this, that uh, books are leaning with the juice to the under. Uh, I'm even seeing on Caesars uh, at 10 and a half and the under is minus 125. So if you're seeing an 11 out there and you want to play, you know, on the under, 
yeah, like you said, you know, shop your books. Uh, if you could get 11 and play it under, shoot, much better than under 10 and a half. Yeah, and I would try to play it now because if Notre Dame and Texas and Oklahoma and Texas A&M go out and it's like 5-2, like yeah. seven total runs, that line's going to shoot down to nine. Yep, that's a good point. And on that note, I just wanted to get into unders a little bit at Omaha. Uh, this, Jake, you mentioned earlier, this is a pitcher's park. Um, the ball shouldn't really be flying. AB did mention you check the weather. It does seem to be pretty hot there. So I think that's why people are hesitant um, in playing. I, I wouldn't be opposed to playing just all unders here um, just because also it's game one of the series. So everyone will be throwing their aces and top pitchers. Uh, the College World Series is a little different in the sense of regionals in the double elimination tournaments in the sense that you won't necessarily see as many aces go in game two. Uh, the, you really need to win game one. Uh, to you, you, I'll say you have to win game one to make it to the College World Series, honestly. Game two is where, okay, maybe you can come back. But I will say you have to win game one. So you will see all these teams throw their aces yeah. and pitch their top relievers. You, you, dude, you're 100% on that, right? Like, you you need to stay in the winner's bracket. Like, going from the loser's bracket in this tournament is so incredibly difficult. And I'll say this. If we get a team that gets in the loser's bracket after game one and they start to kind of make a little bit of a run, find the time to fade them because they're going to run out of pitching. They're going to be exhausted. It's hot. You're playing constantly, right? So keep an eye on those. Like, even if you're not necessarily interested in the in the game per se, uh, yeah, like pay attention to the bullpen usage there uh, because they'll just simply run out of guys. Like, it, it'll absolutely happen. But it has to be a team that loses that game one and then, say, wins two in a row. Like, that third game they're generally going up against a team that's fresh, that's been winning. It, it's it's a it's a good time to fade. Yeah, completely agree. Um, and one last thing I want to hit on with unders here is, so Jake, you mentioned how uh, you think maybe the Arkansas Stanford game or the Notre Dame Texas game, you think those over on the the over unders could rise or could lower if we see Oklahoma Texas A and M as a low scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess. My question or question that other people would think is, why would you wait for the first game? Do you think that you could just play the under in the first game and or play all four unders and hope that you see a couple unders early? Or is there a specific reason you wouldn't do that? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I think hit, like when teams are hitting, like other teams watch that. And I think hitting, like even in tournaments, are is contagious through game to game. Um, and the energy is contagious. I just think I'd, I'd want to wait to see what what the feels like. Like AB said, the weather's going to be pretty nice. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hitter's weather, but it's it's a pitcher's park. It's now uh, I think it's now called Charles Schwab Field at TD Ameritrade Park. So <laughs> I, I said we call it I said we call it Chuck Field. Yeah, it's it's big on investments. Uh, look, I'll say this: I went through the last ten years of the College World Series in game ones. All right, just specifically game ones. All right. So the last 10 years, the average run total per game, 7.7 runs. The higher seed record, 20 and 20, okay? Last five years, average run total per game, 7.5. Higher seed record, 10-10. Like, it is absolutely straight up in terms of higher seed, lower seed, uh, you know, winning. There's no, you know, competitive edge there, but... 
Yeah, like 10 years, 7.7 runs per game, 5, 7.5. So like you said, this is a big park. It's an MLB park, essentially. You're not going to see a ton of home runs. Um, But again, I'm not saying play every under, like expecting to win every under, but playing unders in general is usually profitable. So if you go into it and say, look, I don't want to bet any of these like money lines or run lines or whatever, like I'm just going to play the unders. Anything in double digits playing the under has historically been profitable uh, for you on that. So just a note there. Yeah, those are awesome nuggets, AB. Um, appreciate those. Uh, yeah, so seven very low unders. Um, I won't say to take every under, but I will say to the question I was asking, the two things that would make me nervous is, so that first game is a day game. It's going to be hot. So it, it is a pitcher's park, but the ball could be traveling. We have no idea. Um, but at the same time, if you make your plays before seeing that first game, you will get value on one side or the other because we've seen these college lines absolutely shoot one way or the other. And then I think the other question for me would be the nervous energy in game one is everybody's nervous, even the top pitchers. Um, So we could see a lot of early runs. So maybe waiting for the first inning to happen, see a couple of runs on the board and then play a live under um, would be a good option, but definitely agree with uh, in general, all unders are good. Um, so I'm, I just went and looked at the team ERAs this season and six of the, the eight teams in Omaha are top 50 in team ERA. The two teams that aren't are Oklahoma and Texas A&M. So the, the first game. There you go. So that that first game will probably tell us a lot. If that game is low scoring, then we might see a lot of totals lower and a lot of low scoring games. All right. Are we good there? We'll go to the last game here. Uh, or last game one here. Ole Miss is favored minus 125 over Auburn. Uh, Ole Miss is one of my favorites to win the World Series. They were ranked number one in the nation at one point. They fell out of the rankings. They were the last team to make it into regionals. Um, And then they just went on a roll. They have yet to lose uh, in the postseason now. Um, They're ranked. They have Dylan DeLucia and Hunter Elliott, two top pitchers who absolutely dominated Southern Miss. Um, And they didn't allow the entire pitching staff didn't allow a run that series. Um, These two teams did face each other, Ole Miss and Auburn, back in March. And Ole Miss won two of the three games at Auburn. Uh, Auburn's offense is centered around Sonny D, Sonny Dechara, and but they are more of a pitching and bullpen team. Um, they've got a couple good starters and a reliever, a righty reliever and a lefty reliever that both touch 97 with wipeout stuff. Um, so I do think that Auburn's built the right way to make it deep in a tournament like this. Um, but I do like Ole Miss here, but I wouldn't be surprised to see whoever wins this matchup make it to the College World Series finals. Um, what do you guys think? What yeah, you think I'm with John. Win? I think this side of the bracket is very favorable for whoever wins this game. Ole Miss shut out uh, Southern Miss in both games. Um, I would not have seen that coming at the beginning of the season. Their arms were a big question mark. Dylan Delicia and Hunter Elliott. Hunter Elliott looks like a Doug McCasey clone out there. Um, <laughs> The freshman, he's he's been lights out. Um, I mean, I've bet against Auburn two times. Um, Auburn's a really good team. Their their closer was just dominant against Oregon State in the last game. I, I don't have a play here, but I do like whoever wins this to go pretty far. 
Amy, what do you think? Yeah, uh, dude, I hate that these two teams play each other in game one, right? Yeah. Like, these two teams are unbelievable. Like, Ole Miss is arguably the hottest team in the country in terms of just what they've been doing literally since the regional got here. And same thing with Auburn. Like, Auburn, like, Ole Miss does it one way in terms of, like, their bats come alive and, and they're very streaky in terms of, it could be a one nothing game, and then you look up and it's an eight nothing game, right? Like they just come at you. Auburn, who is equally as hot, they go about it a different way. Like they can put runs up for sure, but they could do they could just choke you out, man. And like they remind me so much of like those Tim Corbin Vanderbilt teams you know, of the last few years in the sense that the worst thing that you can do is be in a one-run game against Auburn because you're going to lose it. Like, they're going to manufacture bases. They're going to manufacture a run. They're going to get a timely hit. They're going to get a timely walk. Like, they're just, they're fundamentally excellent, man. Like, this team is so good. So, long story short, man, no play for me. I might take a look at the under 10 and a half. Like, Mm -hmm. I could see this being a 3-2, 4-3 type game. Uh, either way, I don't want to pick a winner because it's so difficult, but I'll probably be on that under. Yeah, so I, I like the under as well. Like, the two Saturday games, right now, I think it's the best time to jump on the under. I think those are two games are probably the lowest scoring games right now. Um, so, like John said, Mississippi was the last team in. They're they're like a basketball team that plays in the, the first four, in the, like a VCU where they're one of the last teams in, and they just make an incredible run. Let's see if their their magic uh, goes all the way through Omaha. Yeah, and look, let me say this. Excellent point. And going off of that, like, uh, it's been profitable playing Auburn plus one and a half on the run line. Like, I know that, you know, that was a super regional, and this is a different setting and everything, but, uh, yeah, man, like, them, Auburn getting, you know, a, a, an additional run for insurance like generally college baseball they're not one run games Mm -hmm. but auburn plays one run games like they just do it so i'm not saying go with it i'm just saying pay attention to that first one because auburn plus one and a half has been very profitable yeah you get auburn plus one half and minus 160 on caesars i I like that um i I think this is like has one run game run all over auburn i'd say is like the rays like they just win like, they don't have a bunch of studs. They just win games. I like it. You guys got anything else there? We can, we're going to move on to uh, overall picks. Yeah, all good. All right, awesome. Uh, we'll tweet out our picks, as always, and our full, over, our full College World Series picks. But uh, I want to get into the full, you know, picks to win it all now. Um, so we mentioned how important it is to win the first two games. Uh, you... You really need to like it is a hundred percent essential to win the first game to make it to the to the finals. It's impossible for these teams to have enough pitching to make it without winning game one. Um, at, but if you do, if you win two games, then you essentially have your third starter going in the third game. Whereas the other team that you're playing could be having their third, fourth, or maybe even fifth because they just piggybacked their starters. So it's a massive advantage, um, and. Looking at the odds, it's very important to line shop here as well because you will find different odds and different books, but we'll go with the ones on DraftKings for now. Uh, Texas plus 425, Stanford plus 500. Uh, they're the two 
favorites. Notre Dame actually opened at like plus 900. And I believe Jake wrote in our group chat uh, he, that he was taking it Notre Dame. And <laughs> as he said that, they shot all the way up to plus 500. And they're now co-second favorites with Stanford. Um, Arkansas is plus 550. Ole Miss 650. Oklahoma plus 650 there. Auburn plus 700. And AM plus 900 is clear with these odds that they have no idea who's going to win and that anybody can win. Nobody has higher odds than plus 900 and even the best teams at plus 425. So I think anybody could win. Um, And Stanford, the last thing I'll say there, Stanford and Texas are the two teams that are returning from the College World Series last season. So it is understandable why they're the favorites. Um, I'll go. I'll give one pick first, and then let one of you go. But I like Oklahoma as one of my picks. I took them at plus eight hundred. Uh, they're on a roll right now. They're coming off the Big Twelve title against Texas. Uh, they beat them eight one in that game, and I think they have the pitching depth to make it through a double elimination tournament like this. Jake Bennett, Cade Horton have been dominant. Uh, Trevin Michael can come in at any time. Their lineup hits both for average or power. They play decent defense. Um, I think they're built well to make it deep in this tournament. So I love the value on Oklahoma here. Uh, what do you, Jake, you want to give a pick next? Yes. Yeah, so I have two plays actually one from each side of the bracket. I like the value on Ole Miss at plus 700 on Caesars and Oklahoma at plus 800. Cool. Uh, you want to talk about them real fast or you think we did enough? Um, yeah, I'll go on with Ole Miss. I just like their side of the bracket. They could get past Auburn in game one. Um, Stanford and Arkansas are on their side of the bracket. I think they, they might beat each other up a little in game one. Um, Hunter Elliott would be their Ole Miss's number two if they could get to him after winning game one. I, I like their odds of winning game two. Oklahoma plays AM. I like them in game one. Um, and then the other side of that is, um, who else is on that side? Oklahoma, Auburn, Notre Dame, Texas. Oklahoma. Okay. Um, yeah, so Oklahoma, I, I mean, they're, they're just incredibly – Oklahoma plays A&M and then Notre Dame, Texas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I like Notre Dame to win game one, and I like Oklahoma's matchup in Notre Dame in, in game two. Um, I mean, I just think that those values are too good right now. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, AB, what are your plays? Your- yeah, so I, I'm going to go with some uh, so three-way plays here, right? So I'm going to take – and you can – anybody, you can, you can work this how you want it, right? But it's all about, like, condensing and shrinking – uh, the amount of teams and giving yourself the best chance to win. So what I'm what I'm saying is this: I'm going to take Texas at plus four twenty five. I'm going to take Stanford plus five hundred, and say Ole Miss plus six fifty. All right. So with those three teams, what you have to do is put the same amount on each team, right? It, whether it's five bucks, ten bucks, what a hundred bucks, whatever, whatever your unit is, whatever you play. But say you put five on Texas, five or put 10 on Texas, 10 on Stanford, 10 on Ole Miss. Now you have 37 and a half percent of the field. All right. And if any of those three teams win, you profit regardless. Right. So if Texas wins, that drops down to plus 225. Stanford wins plus 300. Ole Miss wins plus 450. And you could work this essentially 
with any of the three teams that you want to do. You could even do it four teams with Texas being plus 425. Uh, but if you know, if you say you like Texas, Arkansas, and Auburn, right? Like you could do those three uh, and be profitable. But I'm going to go Texas, Stanford, Ole Miss, three-way play. Uh, I'm going to take those three. Also, if anybody out there uh, is, you know, like an SEC fan and you want to have some fun with it and bet the SEC teams, you could do the exact same thing, right? Like you could take Arkansas, Ole Miss, Auburn, and Texas A&M. Uh, you, could, you could play that a four-way and you could put the same amount on each team. Now you have half the field, right? Now I know that there are three SEC teams in the, uh, the, the second bracket, uh, so you're going to have some cannibalism there. But again, like there's value – across the board you can use it to your favor right so think about it you know in different ways like that but long story short yeah i'm gonna go three-way play uh give me texas give me stanford and give me Ole Miss. and then oklahoma and texas what do you do with them the future sec members <laughs> right yeah that's crazy like 75 percent will be in the sec in like two years yeah that's wild and then my other play is also Ole Miss. Um, they finished the season 37-22, and 22, but they've been on a roll. Um, as I mentioned, they were number one in the nation at one point, so they do have number one in the nation talent. Um, they haven't lost a postseason game yet, so I like Ole Miss and Oklahoma. Those are my two plays. And then last thing I want to say is, so since you can play these heavy plus money teams, you can hedge them as well. So say you like A&M at plus 900. You can play AM at plus 900. They win their first game. They win their first two games. Then you can hedge in that uh, semifinal series or semifinal game and play the other team at probably plus money and come out very positive. So look out for tweets from us as well, maybe hedging some of our plays. Or if you see one of our plays, say Oklahoma makes it to the College World Series, then you will most likely, I mean, I don't know about Jake, but you'll probably see a hedge from me on the other side to at least come out even or positive, uh, depending who makes that side. But, um, yeah, so that's all we got for this one. Um, you guys got anything else? Uh, no, I was going to say, like, exactly what you just said previously, that, you know, we're going to hit on these first games in terms of, you know, making picks and then futures. You know, once it goes past the first game, like we're going to kind of have to like do this on Twitter or on the early edge in terms of giving picks, but we're not all going to be on those shows. So Twitter, like that's the best way to like stay in contact with all of us together, you know, um, because, you know, essentially once Saturday gets here, which we'll have two games there and then on, yeah, like we're going to have to all kind of like do this on the fly. And I mean, all of us, like everybody, you know, all of us collectively, all 200 people, you know, however many are on the show, like we're going to have to work this beyond game one. So, yeah, pay attention to Twitter for sure. Okay, so to recap here, John Bowman is on Arkansas Moneyline game one, Ole Miss Moneyline game one. Notre Dame Moneyline Game 1, and Oklahoma Moneyline Game 1, and a College World Series winner two-way Oklahoma and Ole Miss. Alan Bell is on Texas Moneyline Game 1, Stanford Moneyline Game 1, and a College World Series winner three-way Texas, Stanford, and Ole Miss. Jake Fetner is on Oklahoma Game 1 Moneyline, Notre Dame Moneyline Game 1, Ole Miss Auburn under 10.5 in game one, and a College World Series winner three-way, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, and Notre Dame. Cool. Um, yeah, other than that, I uh, appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, we'll tweet out our official plays. AV will chalk this up and get a podcast ready. Um, 
But other than that, appreciate all you guys tuning in. Um, and yeah, let's cash some tickets.